Right, let's get the latest uh, about this wrangling. Barry Soper is joining us from Parliament. G'day, Barry. Good afternoon, guys. Where is it at? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's actually a very good question that nobody knows the answer to because, um, Mm. you know, we've sat around all day waiting on the National Party caucus to break up. Um, And, of course... um, whether they took my advice or not, I don't know, but I did say that uh, what if I was advising them, I would say um, put in an interim leader, and I think it was you, James, came up with um, Shane Retty, and mm. um, put him in until next week, and that's exactly what they're going to do. They'll be, no doubt, r- running the phones over the weekend, and uh, next Tuesday they'll be meeting, Parliament's in recess, that the National Party will be coming to the uh, city and to Parliament to um, basically decide who their next leader is going to be. Who's in the running? (laughs) Uh, Again, a question that uh, is difficult to answer because we've just come, and you probably played it on your show, the um, press conference with Simon Bridges, Um, So he hasn't said yes or no, but uh, given his, uh, not so much statements, but his uh, behaviour in recent weeks, I would think he's a pretty good bet uh, to have a crack at the leadership. Uh, Whether he has the support of caucus, though, and whether they see that now, uh, given what's unfolded today, today, that um, he's something of a toxic brand, only next Tuesday will tell. But um, clearly, uh, Christopher Luxon, um, like we've talked about his experience before ad nauseum, um, mm. and, uh, you know, he's definitely a possibility. He essentially came into politics to be the leader of the National Party and to become Prime Minister. So uh, he's been ambitious right from the beginning. Um, mm. The uh, other one is Mark Mitchell. And uh, Mark Mitchell, he's sort of your dark horse, if you like. He has put his hand up before, but has bowed out. But I think he's probably a little more determined than he has been in the past. So certainly uh, Luxon and Mitchell, I think, will be in the running. Uh, and uh, to the lesser importers, the deputy leaders, but I would imagine because there are three males that have put up their hands, uh, well, potentially will put up their hands, you've got to look at then who would they uh, have as their deputies. Now, uh, certainly Erica Stanford, she's performed very well on the House, East Coast Bay's MP. Uh, she uh, is a pretty good likelihood uh, to maybe become a running mate for one of those uh, guys. And um, the other one that's talked about is Nicola Willis. Um, And she's done a very good job in housing. So who knows? Um, We'll have to wait and see. But I'll tell you what, whoever takes over the job as the National Party leader is going to have one hell of a time between now and the next election. Because like I said at the beginning, guys, that um, the protagonists in all of this, from Jackie Dean uh, to Judith Collins to Simon Bridges and even on the outside to Todd Muller, they're all constituent MPs, which means you can't move them along. They will stay there in their electorates until the next election, and they've all got to work together. Now, to me, that doesn't augur that well for the National Party, but nevertheless, they'll no doubt give it a go. But, Mm. Barry, um, even if you're a constituent MP, you can 
step down, can't you? Oh, you can. You can force a by-election. And mm. who knows, uh, Judith Collins, though, has already said that she's going to be standing at the next election. And that uh, point was put to um, Simon Bridges. Could he work with Judith Collins, given what's gone down? He said, look, he's worked with all sorts of people in his time in politics. But I'll tell you what, that would be a pretty bitter uh, pill to swallow for him. Um, and you're right, James, of course they can stand down, but uh, people are very loath to force a by-election, and given the circumstances that the National Party finds itself in at the moment, I think they would be most unwise to force by-elections and um, maybe get a thumping. Last thing, Barry, um, I hope this doesn't put you in an awkward position, but we do respect your experience in the beehive there. The statement from Jackie Dean, I read it half an hour or so ago, yep. it just it seems relatively innocuous what was said, and it's taken five years for this to come to four. Well, I mean, seriously, that's not enough to strip someone of all their portfolios and stand them down in the way that it happened. So there was, there was more at stake than just this, wasn't there, from Jackie yep. Dean? You're absolutely mm. right, Si. This was a hit job. There was no doubt mm. about it. Um, you know, like the body language of Judith Collins in recent weeks, saying that Simon Bridges would not be the leader, knowing that this was in the background, uh, and mm. the smirk that she gave, clearly. Um, she she um, was planning uh, this moment. I think she picked an appalling moment uh, to conduct herself, uh, given that if ever there was a time that the government could have been on the ropes. It's now with all those Kiwis mm. wanting to get home from Australia for Christmas. That mm. should have been the attention of the National Party, not uh, navel-gazing and fighting among themselves. Good stuff, Barry. Thank you, mate. A big day for you. Um, I'm sure you guys really are salivating. I know you try to keep it all calm, Barry, but this is a good day for you, isn't it? Let's be honest. <laughs> well, look, let's face it. Uh, you know, politics is a fascinating business. And mm. over the years, I've found the personalities in politics uh, the most fascinating aspect of it and the crave for power. And, uh, you know, and it, they all come unstuck in the end. The moment you become the leader is the day that you start... Uh, looking at your future because you know at some stage you're either going to be deposed or you're going to be voted out of office. So, you know, mm. today we saw Judith Collins being deposed. And I said it was the last thing, but I do want to ask you this quickly because I know James and I are sort of thinking as one on this. We've had a load of texts. In your, and I take it's your own personal opinion, Shane Retty has sort of said he just wants to support the leader, doesn't have any aspirations to be the leader himself. Yep. But a number of our texts are saying he just represents he all that is good. Do you think he should and could? Stand for oh, the he's leadership. A, he's the a very party. nice man, Shane Reddy, but um, look, he's he's not your classic leadership politician. He mm. is, I think, a very good deputy, but uh, I would imagine that. I mean, you've, leadership takes a certain quality, and uh, certainly Shane Reddy has many qualities. But unfortunately for him, I just can't see him being a leader. Barry, thank you very much. Have a great day. Nice talking to you guys. Cheers.